The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. What is the parable of the wheat and the tares? The parable of the wheat and the weeds, or tares, is filled with spiritual significance and truth. But in spite of the clear explanation of the parable that Jesus gave in Matthew 13, verses 36 through 43, this parable is very often misinterpreted. Many commentaries and sermons have attempted to use this story as an illustration of the condition of the church, noting that there are both true believers, the wheat, and false professors, the weeds, in both the church at large and in individual local churches. While this may be true, Jesus distinctly explains that the field is not the church, it is the world. Verse 38. Even if Jesus had not specifically told us the world is the setting of the story, it would still be obvious. The landowner tells the servants not to pull up the weeds in the field, but to leave them until the end of the age. If the field were the church, this command would directly contradict Jesus' teaching in Matthew chapter 18, which tells us how to deal with unrepentant sinners in the church. They are to be put out of the fellowship and treated as unbelievers. Jesus never instructed us to let impenitent sinners remain in our midst until the end of the age. So Jesus is teaching here about the kingdom of heaven in the world. Verse 24. In the agricultural society of Christ's time, many farmers depended on the quality of their crops. An enemy sowing weeds would have sabotaged a business. The tares in the parable were likely darnel, because that weed, until matured, appears as wheat. Without modern weed killers, what would a wise farmer do in such a dilemma? Instead of tearing out the wheat with the tares, the landowner in this parable wisely waited until the harvest. After harvesting the whole field, the tares could be separated and burned. The wheat would be saved in the barn. In the explanation of the parable, Christ declares that he himself is the sower. He spreads his redeemed seed, true believers, in the field of the world. Through his grace, these Christians bear the fruit of the Spirit. Galatians 5, verses 22 through 24. Their presence on earth is the reason the kingdom of heaven is like the field of the world. When Jesus said, The kingdom of heaven is at hand, Matthew 4, verse 17, he meant the spiritual realm which exists on earth side by side with the realm of the evil one, 1 John 5, verse 19. When the kingdom of heaven comes to its fruition, heaven will be a reality and there will be no weeds among the wheat. But for now, both good and bad seeds mature in the world. The enemy in the parable is Satan. In opposition to Jesus Christ, the devil tries to destroy Christ's work by placing false believers and teachers in the world who lead many astray. One has only to look at the latest televangelist scandal to know the world is filled with professing Christians whose ungodly actions bring reproach on the name of Christ. But we are not to pursue such people in an effort to destroy them. For one thing, we don't know if immature and innocent believers might be injured by our efforts. Further, one has only to look at the Spanish Inquisition, the Crusades, and the reign of Bloody Mary in England to see the results of men taking upon themselves the responsibility of separating true believers from false, a task reserved for God alone. Instead of requiring these false believers to be rooted out of the world and possibly hurting immature believers in the process, Christ allows them to remain until His return. At that time, angels will separate the true from false believers. In addition, we are not to take it upon ourselves to uproot unbelievers, because the line between true and false believers isn't always obvious. Tares, especially in the early stages of growth, resemble wheat. Likewise, a false believer may resemble a true believer. In Matthew 7, verse 22, Jesus warned that many profess faith, but do not know Him. Thus, each person should examine his own relationship with Christ. 2 Corinthians 13, verse 5. 1 John is an excellent test of salvation.
Jesus Christ will one day establish true righteousness. After he raptures the true church out of this world, God will pour out his righteous wrath on the world. During that tribulation, he will draw others to saving faith in Jesus Christ. At the end of the tribulation, all unbelievers will be judged for their sin and unbelief. Then they will be removed from God's presence. True followers of Christ will reign with him. What a glorious hope for the wheat. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.